Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to the Pro Wrestle Show in association with... I did it again. Hello and welcome to the Pro Wrestling Show in association with Talk Sports. Coming up on today's show, we're going to talk about the latest NXT call-ups and little spoilers maybe from the tapings. We're going to go back over Extreme Rules. Our preview, we looked forward to it. And maybe enjoyed it slightly more than we suggested, but definitely not a lot more. Uh, and we'll talk about the latest from around the world of indies, the NJPWG1 Climax. Loads for us to get into. Plus, Tax Williams is going to tell us just exactly how we take a back bump. You've ruined the surprise guest. Uh, yeah, it, uh, was it? Well, I mean, let's pull back the curtain for a moment. <laughs> We, We've already recorded it. Yeah. We, 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 he had to pick his daughter up. So Yeah, yeah so there you go. Uh, but later in the show, when we sell it as a surprise, just believe it, okay? Thanks, yeah. guys. We appreciate it. Uh, how are you doing, buddy? I watched wrestling this week. Uh, last week, I listened back to the podcast, and I'm very aware that I didn't listen. I didn't watch anything that we talked about just because I was so busy with work. This week, I've watched pretty much everything we're going to talk about. Cracking. Which is pretty good for me, I That think. is exciting. I d- have you watched the NJPWG1 Climax stuff? No. I didn't think you would have done yet. Not yet. I've, I've, no, no, that's fine. There's too much wrestling. I am very aware there is too much wrestling right now. And the next couple of weeks, we're madness. So we, we don't have kind of a big guest for you this week. But, for example, at the NXT UK tapings, can't reveal the names yet, but we're getting two people for an extended like half hour to 45 minute chat. We're going to be doing, obviously, stuff at the NXT tapings. We're going to have the launch of World of Sport Wrestling. We've got some amazing actual shows coming up over the next two weeks, including Progress's midweek show, like the first ever midweek chapter in London next week with some really big matches on it. We've got uh, Shug's House, ICW, coming up next week, so we'll probably get Mark on again. Like, we've got so much coming up over the next couple of weeks. It's ridiculous. Today, today this week, is kind of just like, let's just get ourselves positioned for all this stuff. (laughs) Gorilla Slash, positioned. We've been working a lot this week. Yeah, uh, but there's there's so much for no, us to get cool. into, and so many cracking cracking bits of news, and and there was some good wrestling, and there was some bad wrestling, and there was some terrible overbooking of wrestling. <laughs> uh, but all in all, it's been a fun week in the world of wrestling, and so there's mostly good things to talk about. And Daniel Bryan has supposedly signed a new contract, which I guess is a good thing. Hooray! Would have liked to have seen him maybe in a different promotion, but you know what? As long as he's wrestling, I'm cool. Uh, we should start off, even though we're going to be talking about a lot of positive stuff this week, there's one thing that I just want to start off the top of the show with, talking about Masa Saito, who passed away uh, this last week after an 18-year battle with Parkinson's disease. Uh, he's no, Mr. Torture, absolute proper legend of wrestling. And beyond the fact that he was huge in, in NWA and then in uh, he had time in WWE, where he was there with WWF, sorry, as a, as a, um, a tag champion, 
he's mostly known for his stuff with WCW by fans in in the West and N- NJPW with New Japan and being a huge part of how WCW and New Japan crossed over with guys like uh, Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit and, and Chris Jericho getting their shots out in Japan. And, and Masa Saito had a huge amount to do with that. And basically, I don't think we would have the same level of product in either country right now unless someone like this was doing what he was doing in the business when he was. And you can go back and find some some pretty cool matches uh, of his uh, if you want to if you head back and look on the WWE Network. And I think they've done a little featured thing um stuff like starcade 95 uh, if you go back and watch that if you um they did a series of like matches between uh, new japan and and uh and wcw in like 95 96 so i uh, go back maybe we'll try and find something put the link out on our twitter at pro wrestle show uh, and uh and you can have a look there and uh we'll uh we'll uh We'll post it online. Absolutely. Yeah, very important person in the history of wrestling. Right. uh, We've actually had to just move studios, which is why suddenly we sound completely different. I'm just going to be honest about it. That was uh, our chat about Masa Saito. Uh, Should we talk about some of the other big news from around, John? Let's do it. Oh, we sound different. Uh, What do you want to talk about first? Would you like to go with Extreme Rules? Go with what? Extreme Rules. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say let's do a bit of news first and I'm going to hold off on talking about Extreme Rules just for... I need a little bit more time before we talk WWE. Okay, I'm so look, lie. the first thing about news that I would like to talk about is that, I know we talk about progress quite a lot, but they've got a big show coming up very, very soon, Wembley Arena, the biggest uh, independent wrestling show in the UK for, what, 30 years, isn't it, they say? Uh, that is the claim. Yeah, and... Um, We're going to have, we've already, we've just confirmed, Jim Smallman's got a new book coming out. You can pre-order it now from Amazon.co.uk. It's about the history of wrestling. It does look genuinely like a really good read. He's put a lot of effort into this as well. I've seen him tweeting about it. It's like a sort of real passion of love so he's gonna a passion of love not right. a labor of love a passion of love yeah well no wrestling's a passion for him isn't it it's not labor yeah i guess he's so. not laboring at all he's just exuding passion all right mate Try anyway so the, the uh, mate show me you, up. Can, you can order that you can <laughs> order his, you can order his book now <laughs> do anything that involves uh, off. but we're gonna have we're gonna have him in studio uh, around the kind of end of august uh, ahead of about around the release of his book about a month ahead of that yeah and it's going to be a barnstorming show and there are still tickets available. It's going to be, like you say, the biggest UK independent show for 30 years and just go because it's going to be amazing. Now, the thing is, is that they've only announced a couple of matches and obviously the main event is Pete Dunne versus Ilya Dragunov. Cannot wait. Yep. Will's very excited about that. Um, Will Os- full chub. Will Absolutely Os- full chub. Full five, five out of five, full chub. 100% chub. So... The, the main event, uh, one of the main events was going to, well, not, not the, start again. One of the matches was going to be Will Ospreay, but then obviously the way that New Japan book their talent is every sort of six months, they were explaining, and we played it on the show a couple of weeks ago, and it meant that in June they found out that Will Ospreay wasn't going to be able to perform because obviously he's meant to be in America doing some New Japan dates. In the last week, Glenn has also announced that Zack Sabre Jr., the winner of Super Strong Style 16, who obviously gets a title match at that event, can't do it because of new japan now what they've done is because and i get this because it's got to be frustrating when you've got a really nice cool long-term booking way of looking at somebody going for the title and whether it's against travis banks although travis banks facing walter for the title this coming wednesday in a no count out match because he keeps just (laughs) running away away. (laughs) uh which is great uh i'm hoping they get up onto the balcony electric ballroom and everything I get so what they've done they've they've come up with this idea that anyone who puts together a string of 3 singles wins over the coming months is going to be entered into 
the championship match the the is going to main event at Wembley that obviously gives them the opportunity to do multi man match i i would be stunned if it was just a one on one yeah you know a triple threat a fatal four way a what do they call it in WWE the six pack six challenge pack challenge ridiculous What's um the five one uh, I, I don't know a, five men in a boat a five finger death punch <laughs> um <laughs> i do not know but they uh so i imagine it's going to be something like that the only yep. the thing is is it gives them a really nice way to build to that wembley event because they're going to include all those u.s tour dates they're going on every chapter show mm-hmm. and so it gives them a nice angle to talk about but i do kind of feel like between that and between this kind of tag uh the, the the competition for the thunder bastard where they've got a table for the order that the teams will yeah, enter it's complex, in isn't it? you've got two very complex processes to book matches for wembley and maybe for a casual fan it might be a bit more difficult to follow probably i i'm also trying to get my head around who might be in that match because obviously it's this next chapter next week or it might be this week if you're listening to this on wednesday and then they've got the American tour, which is like four or five dates. And then they've got that other chapter one, which is the last one before Wembley. So there's a group of different people. And obviously, if you're a, hold, if you're a current champion, you can't enter that. Um, tag matches don't count. It's only singles matches as well. It's very complicated. Um, I don't even know who's on their American shows. They've not announced half of them. So it could be someone that you know is only appearing on the American shows. If they win three in a row, they could come to Wembley. So it, it kind of opens up loads of new possibilities, but it is quite complex. But you know what? I'm sure when we get to Wembley, it'll be a decent match. So you know, I have faith in the guys to do a good job there. We've got uh, n- not just progress coming up this weekend. It's really difficult. This keeps being a problem for the show. I want to talk all about Defiant, and they've just had their Ringmaster tournament on Monday and Tuesday, but it doesn't go live on their on demand until Saturday and Sunday, and so you can't give anything away. But no. but but the winner of Ringmaster does get involved at their next big, big, big card which is at the bowlers exhibition center in manchester stacked 18 on sunday the 26th of august and whilst we can't announce anything from ringmaster we can tell you that two matches already announced cck against havoc and haskins and walter against will osprey amazing so we're going to manchester yeah i was gonna say can we go to that yeah 100 percent we joked about it before but actually let's get this one booked up and i'm working at 6 a.m the next morning fine we'll figure it out we'll drive drive back overnight yeah fine We'll drive, we'll share the driving, we'll figure out. Do you fancy doing a popular music show on Virgin Radio on Sunday, on the Monday morning? Yeah, why not? I'll drive straight in, we'll yeah. do it as a double header. Why not? Beautiful. No we'll just talk about wrestling for, Monday. for four hours. That's going to be good. How long is that show? Uh, four hours. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm willing to go to Manchester to watch Will Ospreay. I'd, I'd travel much further than that to watch Will Ospreay, and especially against Walter. The yeah. the reports from the, the two nights uh, uh, at the uh, 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 the Ringmaster tournament as well. The tweets coming out of there. El Fantasma apparently was absolutely amazing. Really won a lot of people over, and yeah, just a lot, a lot of love coming from it. So I like him a lot. It's going to be well, well worth watching this coming uh, weekend when it becomes available. Uh, other shows that have been announced as well. Uh, Rev Pro have announced that they've uh, got a huge show coming up. Well. It's not just a huge show coming up. It's a continuation. It's this year's British J Cup, which is when they put on... This year, apparently, it's 16. It's been eight in the past. Uh, Jushin Thunder Liger returning to the UK, which is already an absolute legend. September the 8th and 9th, looking to defend his British J Cup against 15 of the other best junior heavyweights in the world, live in Manchester. Two events. The tickets are actually... By the time you listen to this, they might already be on sale because the pre-sale starts at 7 p.m., on this day that we're recording so you'll probably 
just get out there and try and get tickets because this is. I'm just going to give you what the lineup was for last year when it was eight. The first round featured Marty Skrull against Tiger Mask. Yeah. Jushin Thunder Liger, Liger against Josh Bodum. Kushida against Kyle O'Reilly. And Will Ospreay against Taguchi. Wow. And then the four winners, Jushin Thunder Liger, Kushida, Marty Skrull and Will Ospreay, faced off in a cage match <laughs> to decide who won the cup. Now we're talking. If it's going to be anywhere near as good as that, yeah. And it's now 16, man. And you can imagine a few names there that could feature. Will Ospreay, uh, Zack Sabre Jr., Chris Brooks. I wouldn't be surprised to see him involved. No. You, like some of the Rev Pro when standards. Is this? this is going to be on the 8th and 9th of September. Right, book this as well. All right. We literally done our diary live on the podcast. <laughs> book that. We need to do that. That's another weekend. That's the following weekend. Manchester getting all the best wrestling towards the end of the summer. That's fine. I'll go, oh, let's stay in Manchester the whole week. No, let's not. Um... <laughs> A big a big show that's been announced this week is Attack Pro Wrestling coming to London, I believe, for the I first time. I saw that. That's awesome, by the way. The Dome on the 19th of September. So London is getting some decent wrestling as well. That is going to be good. Um, no is that li- a midweek show as well? No lineup just yet. Um, I don't know. Just I'll, I'll have a look. Well, hang on. Wait there a second. Wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 wait. Just Wednesday night, buddy. Wednesday yeah. night. Attack it in Same midweek night, in Nottingham Forest play Sheffield Wednesday. So oh. we'll have to make a decision there. Is that we? in your calendar? Yes. I've got. I've subscribed to the Nottingham Forest, Forest calendar, Will. It means when the game gets rescheduled, it does it in my diary already. Of course it is. Technology. Yeah, but that's going to be good. Attack Pro Wrestling is... Um, and a lot, a lot of love from the Progress guys on that as well, sort of pointing out that they started out at small venues like the Dome and the Garage, and look where they are today. So, yeah, good. Well, we'll be at NXT UK next weekend. I had that down as well as something to talk about, but the latest set of NXT call-ups have been confirmed and announced. And not only that... Now, I'm going to give out a small spoiler for the latest NXT tapings. There is a big, big spoiler that's out in the world. I was meant to get a bell for this, wasn't I? A spoiler bell. Yeah, ding, 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 ding. You're a spoiler bell. We've got got some... (laughs) The thing is, we've got some really good ideas coming up for some features. We're also going to do something from the vault. I think this is a good idea. that I really like this idea, and I hope other people do as well, where we're going to suggest something to watch that's ideally available to you free, YouTube, from a British indie, or whether it's WWE, or whether it's NJPW, whatever it might be, Mm -hmm. and we all watch it, and on the next week's show, we discuss it. Yeah, a and classic you can, like, match. Phone a, in a modern match. We'll Send get your views on Twitter. Or something, right? Yeah, exactly. We'll figure all of that out. I'm not yeah. going to give my phone number out on air, but we'll figure it out. I'll give Will's phone number out. Oh <laughs> seven eight. I don't know what it is. Already wrong. Uh, but you, you know, well done. You got oh seven. Don't, don't tempt me, Will. <laughs> um, so that's something we're going to start doing from next week. But. Uh, I don't want to give away the big spoiler, but I think most people will have seen the big spoiler WWE already. tweet a link to it. So if you want to know the big spoiler, you can find the big spoiler, surely. Let's just say, remember when I talked about my fantasy booking for the future of NXT after the last takeover? It's already happening. It's like Triple H listened to the podcast. Is I think he might have saying? done. I think he might have done. He, uh, he flies a lot. He's probably got to download a lot of podcasts. <laughs> if you've got a wrestling podcast, he's probably listened to your wrestling podcast. Maybe that's how he told us he keeps really up to date with all the things that are happening around the world. I, I just imagine Triple H is just sitting there listening to Motorhead just on repeat the whole time. Oh, 100%. Nothing else. Uh, it was, and, and it nearly became doubly true because there was the number one contenders match. This week's NXT was really good as well. Kyrie Sane defeating Nikki Cross and Candice LeRae. I thought it was a great yeah, match. Yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. A lot of focus on the women this week actually on NXT. She had Lacey Evans against Dakota Kai as well. Really uh, just a, a cracking night of TV, but... The small spoiler I'm going to give away is Keith Lee made his debut. Keith Lee, basking in his glory. The man of the hour. Oh, he did a he did the Instagram thing you might have seen on NXT where they introduced all the new recruits to the uh, performance centre. 
and he was the first on there and you know his charisma oh what a man and and what i really hope for keith lee because he could be booked as a standard big guy you know he's six two he weighs a, a good amount but what's amazing about keith lee is you've know if you've never got to see him wrestle is that he is he does things for a big guy that a big guy shouldn't be able to do and when we talk about like kevin owens being spectacularly athletic for a guy with a gut times that by 10 keith lee does some amazingly athletic stuff and i just hope wwe avoid booking him as just a standard big guy and actually he's allowed to really show off his prowess it's like your fella from um what are they called now war blokes war 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 chaps war gentlemen whatever they call them in nxt um i don't know which one it is is it raymond Rowe? where he does some crazy stuff off the the corner and like he's a big guy as well but keith lee is like another Uh, few inches bigger did you watch all of last week's nxt no because uh they uh they they did a big package about war raiders and how they'd become involved in yeah i get it few inches i said package get over it uh You're the one that laughed. of how they'd got to uh how they got to nxt yeah. and they showed some footage from their indie stuff yeah. they didn't show any new japan but they did show some stuff from progress including glenn and his very shouty commentary and i thoroughly enjoyed it i didn't watch any wrestling last week as we, we've already established but yeah i i'm a big fan of them um war um, Chaps War Corporation War whatever it's called uh, so yeah but Keith Lee does some similar stuff but he's a much bigger bloke so I'm looking forward to that a lot they they announced you, you mentioned it the, the all the, the new talent have come into the performance centre really exciting Diona Barazzo is, is, was great in Ring of Honor great in stardom you got Io Shiari who you know uh, Kairi Zane's being booked as being the new big Japanese female star but Io Shiari is incredible mm-hmm. and has that potential to be uh, you know the 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 Oscar NXT level rather than the Asker as she's been booked as we'll get to at WWE level you've got obviously Keith Lee Luke Menzies who is a former British rugby league player yeah or oh, he's like he's, oh good sure the Yorkshire lads doing or whatever <laughs> great uh, and and that was more Lancashire but yeah fine. and a bunch of other guys as well but those were the ones I, that I really also, caught my eye one note from that is that I like the fact that they're playing the long game with some of the Bullet Club because they they've got uh, Marty Skill's girlfriend involved that's the long game isn't it eventually I, he'll be like I want to live in Florida and then yeah I'm like, well, sure that's how they approached it i'm sure that's why they i mean she's an amazing one of wrestler. the best female talents in the world <laughs> just so happens though doesn't you know what i mean i feel like you're kind of doing if they doing sign, the dirty on right, no if they sign b Priestley next you know what's going on oh god yeah you maybe you're right um nothing from icw this week but i did want to note that shug's house party oh. is just a week away i mean that so sounds like such a good party it's a, it's a shame we can't go maybe we'll have to get a can we get a correspondent if you're going to that can you send us a tweet at pro wrestle show i think this is definitely something i want to start doing going forwards is when you've got these big annual tournaments that, that are these big well it's the big shows not necessarily for the monthly show or a weekly show but when they're doing something like shug's house party is their second biggest weekend of the year yeah I, I think that's the kind of thing we need somebody who's going who can join us on the show and, and be a correspondent it can be somebody involved in ICW yeah. but otherwise yeah just someone who's going come on and be our our fan on the ground yeah if you're interested in any, well, any of these shows just let us know at Pro Wrestle Show on Twitter um, and before we get to the WWE stuff yeah um, I want to yeah I would just want to talk about G1 Climax briefly I know you haven't seen it yet but I've been too busy, but yeah. First four nights. Now, what I've been doing is I haven't watched the entire shows because they are ridiculously long. Uh, and so I haven't got around to everything. But what I've done is looked at the reviews and picked out some of the key matches to watch. 
And essentially the headliners from each night have been all at least minimum four-star matches. Amazing. You've had Jay White against Okada. Jay White defeating Okada as well, which was absolutely massive. You had uh, Kenny Omega against Naito, nearly putting on as good a match as they put on at G1 last year. Uh, like Honestly, it's like a four and a three-quarter star match. It was unbelievably good. Uh, you had uh, trying to, oh, Jay White against Tanahashi as well, uh, which was pretty, pretty dang good. Uh, you've had more Kenny Omega going up against Goto. You've had Naito against Ishii. Uh, Juice Robinson against Ibushi. Zack Sabre Jr. has had a couple of matches as well. Just just go and subscribe to New Japan and just pick out some matches and watch Overall, them. what's your Chub rating? I'm, I'm pretty close to full Chub. Right, 80 and 88% Chub. Yeah, and, and as the tournament goes on, I will try and watch more and more of it. You're going to reach maximum Chub, aren't But you? I am trying to watch at least one or two matches from each night of the G1 because the crowds have been hot, the wrestling's been great, and it's just been... Just been well worth watching. All right, I'm going to get on that, so uh, you should too. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Uh, right. Is Go it, on then. Is it time? <laughs> I think it's time, Will. I think uh, it's time. I don't want to. Oh, let's skim past it then. It'll be fine. No, it's fine. Extreme Rules. Yes. Extreme Rules happened. Should we talk about the stuff we liked from it first? Can I just set you up with Extreme Rules? Is that um, I'd been at your house all afternoon for Extreme Rules and I was pretty drunk by the time I left your house. I was significantly drunk by the time I watched it. <laughs> so much so I had a little sleep during the pre-show. See, I was working and kind of wish that I was. like. I'd like to thank Desperados for me enjoying this slightly more than I would have done otherwise. At Desperados UK, <laughs> he's just trying to get a Desperados plug. <laughs> I'm just. What, what would Chris Jericho do? Yeah, I don't know. I found, by the way, I found the the board of effects that I was going to use okay. when we were doing the show. Uh, <laughs> that could be your Tim Westwood. <laughs> Thinks he's Tim Westwood. If we're talking about any British shows, yeah. Great. <laughs> uh, this good. is like a child. Yeah, you're like a child. Anything. You're just putting off talking about Extreme Rules. Will come on. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely correct. Is that New Japan? Uh, it's like the worst gong ever. That's China. Let's <laughs> this is for when I start to talk about New Japan. <laughs> All right, mate. Can we talk about the wrestling now? All right. Okay, I've got one last one for you. Yeah. This should be the spoiler alarm. <laughs> Stop! It never really gets there, does it? <laughs> it's, it's a little bit like a. Uh, I'm not going to go there. Um, Free show. The new day versus sanity. That was a good match. I like that. I think sanity winning was was perfectly fine, and they they you know it was only about eight minutes long. I'd really like to see them given some time. I kind of feel like the new day. We're at a point now where they start need to start thinking about. They have plateaued, haven't they? Yeah, they plateaued hard. And Sanity felt like it could be a really nice booking for them as well. 
But I'm, I foresee singles runs in their not-too-distant future. They may still stay together as New Day, but just doing single stuff. That would be good. Did you say they may still stay together? You need to get a life. <laughs> right, let's... Um, there was also um, Almas wasn't there versus Sin Cara. Which was not as good a match than the, as their SmackDown match was. But then Almas was given a shot against uh, against AJ Styles on SmackDown. SmackDown this week, by the way, was excellent. And we will get into that as well. Do, do we kind of want to talk about what happened on SmackDown in, in reference to what happened on Extreme Rules with yeah, each match? Fine, yeah. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm going to put my hands up now. SmackDown is the one thing I've not seen all of. What? I only saw the, the first... The best thing WWE I put out this week. I saw the first hour and then I fell asleep. Christ. On the sofa in my pants. I don't want to know. Everyone does that. You, I bet, I bet I, if I, you're I, listening now, you've done that watching WWE Live on Sky. I fell asleep during uh, Becky Lynch, Mandy Rose, but I woke up the next morning and rewatched it. Well, that's fine then. All of it. It's Beginning fine. to end. It's fine. Right, we'll just gloss over the fact you didn't watch SmackDown and we'll uh, we'll turn our attention to the rest of the card. What we'll do, we'll keep going through and we'll talk about the match and then we'll talk about the, the follow-up on Raw or SmackDown. By the way, just seen something on the on, on the Twitter progress on the of Twitter. Twitter. I didn't realise this. Attack, I knew they were doing midweek shows at the Dome and I figured that was like, a, well, the Dome does the progress, like, B-team show kind of thing, doesn't it? Uh, but apparently Attack are literally taking over progress shows at the Dome. So, oh, okay, that makes sense. So maybe they've, yeah, maybe too busy. Well, between NXT UK and they seem Jim's to be doing book. about eight chapters a month right now. Jim's got too many books. Tours to America and Australia and all that nonsense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, Phil Collins. <laughs> uh, the Raw Tag Team Championship match. The B Team defeating Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. Now, this was genuinely the first shock of the night and... The crowd were pretty into it. Oh, they I were like it. they were they were John Jackson loving the B team levels into it. Yeah, I was ninety eight percent chub there. That I was good. I like the B team. I feel kind of sorry for Bo Dallas and uh, what's the other one called? Uh, Kurt Saxon. That's the one. And um, yeah, I feel kind of sorry for them because they're a bit of a kind of comedy duo or whatever. But actually, they're both decent wrestlers. They've dropped the ball on Curtis Axel so much. You're literally the son of Mr. Perfect. Yeah. Think about how, how lots of the other legacy guys have done, like Randy Orton and stuff. And you just think Cody. Oh. You wouldn't know, but look at what Cody's done outside. <laughs> no, I, mean, yeah. I get the I get the joke, but um, yeah, I, I, you know the match was fine. Yeah, I kind of feel like the B team are, are like carryover champions. They're not. They're, it's good for a bit of fun, but they'll get squashed by Authors, Authors of, of Pain, Pain or someone <laughs> at, at, at SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, they they turned up at, at Raw. They beat the Ascension because you know everyone beats the Ascension. <laughs> we can beat the Ascension after. We go and do this wrestling training we're going to talk about in a bit. Yeah, and then Matt and Bray cut a promo and there's going to be a rematch for the titles on Raw next week. Nice. Well, because, be good. as we'll establish later in the show, all Raw appears to be between <laughs> Extreme Rules and SummerSlam is regurgitating the same matches. Yes, I'm going to get angry about Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley in a aye, bit. Aye, aye. But let's continue chronologically. Deep breaths. <sighs> uh, Finn Balor then beat uh, Constable Corbin in 8.22 I mean clearly the right guy won it wasn't a great match but it was kind of fine I like that Baron Corbin wore his waistcoat as a tribute to Gareth Southgate again very good yeah very good do you know I quite like Constable Corbin yeah no he's much better than the loser man on his own the, the loser lone, wolf the lone wolf who <laughs> needs a haircut and a new wardrobe it's better than that a gimmick <laughs> 
Um, as I say, I think he talks. I think he talks better now. He's got no hair as well. I don't know how that works. He had, the thing is, he had. Is that how Ross Kemp speaks so well? Because he's got no hair. <laughs> Have you been watching his videos during oh, the World dear. Cup? He does not speak well when he's had a few. I've, uh, I'm convinced he doesn't wear trousers when he does those. It's just hanging free with his England shirt on. Uh, Corbin deep six. He, he hit the boss man Larry for for good um, for for a couple of good close finishes. I, Corbin generally fought pretty well here and, and overall um, the, the kind of I guess the good news is is that when it came to Raw Balor went into the triple threats we'll get to those shortly uh, Corbin got involved with the old women's angle which suggests to me that this Corbin Balor holding feud is done as well yeah good I- Something for them to do for a while. Yeah, I'd happily see it continue. Like, I'd rather they're doing something than just kind of popping up with nothing going on. Much better. And then we got... Oh, yeah, then we got the Bludgeon Brothers beating the absolute hell no out of Team Hell No backstage, breaking Kane's leg with the hammer. Of course, it then emerges pictures of Glenn Jacobs, a.k.a. Kane, just in case anyone's still not sure, at a, a mayoral rally wearing a boot on his leg about four days before Extreme Rules. Just think about this whole Glenn Jacobs thing, right? If if we were looking at, let's say, London Mayor, if Sadiq Khan, when he was going to be London Mayor, was also, like, doing progress, would that he, wouldn't work, would it? If he was doing WWE, would he be playing, like, generic international bad guy heel? Sadiq Khan. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like, yeah, and then, but then also still going for mayor. It doesn't make sense. Like, it would, it could only happen in America. So, I mean, th- th- we came back round to that match later on, and and they actually did have that match, and and we will get to it because I'm determined to keep this chronological for some reason. Right. Okay. And, and then it was Ellsworth in a shark cage. And I tweeted from our account at Pro Wrestle Show. Oh, how's he going to get out? Place your bets now. Will it be Enzo's lube? Will he just like throw tools down? And no, no, he just he just got out. I like heel Carmella. We've had this conversation innumerate times. I think she makes for a good heel champion. Absolutely. But this it, it completely killed the stipulation, which was a dreadful stipulation anyway. Uh, it, honestly, it was. Pro- a properly terrible wrestling match which wasn't entertaining it, and the fact is is that even though she's got the great character there's very little passable wrestling in her locker no. which the, the bigger problem probably than any of that because then um, she gets interviewed backstage on Smackdown and after Becky Lynch continues her streak straight fire we get a promo and it sounds like we're getting Becky Becky Lynch has to take the title off her at SummerSlam oh, please please Please. Or at least the Monday after SummerSlam. But Asuka didn't even turn up on SmackDown. It's just a wa- you're wasting someone that six months ago was the hottest property in the women's division. Uh, who then went to WrestleMania and had the best match at WrestleMania. Yeah, and, and even like the most exciting with the shock, because we all thought she was going to win. Uh, just, it is honestly disgusting how she's been booked since going up to the main roster. And uh, I'm just sick of it. Just absolutely sick of it. Why don't you ring him up? <laughs> Vince! Guys. Vince! Stop it! What are you doing? I think he'd tell you to bucker off. You gimp. Uh, <laughs> did you just call Vince McMahon a gimp? <laughs> I did. I really did. Uh, Shout out to Joel's Eacher. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> oh, the, um, 
the the the, 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 the are you all right will <laughs> no, i'm not i'm angry I mean, we recorded this show for about six game. hours in three different radio <laughs> studios it's been a bit of a trouble one troublesome one it's been a weird one hasn't it I, I actually said to you at the time i was like i had so much hope when Shinsuke and Asuka won the two Royal Rumbles. We were in that bar in Minneapolis having a whale of a time, drunk off our asses, two of the best Royal Rumbles I've seen in years, and it was... It felt like WWE were giving proper wrestling a real push. And then... And, and well, then we've had the Oscar nonsense, but at least Shinsuke's got a title now. Yeah, that's good. Um, Obviously... Obviously, Jeff Hardy's knackered. He's since like got beaten up, hasn't he, by the returning Randy Orton? Well, so the match itself, Shinsuke hits the low blow, gets the the win inside six seconds, which I was fine with. the 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 card felt bloated. They'd given at this point no match has gone more than eight minutes and twenty seconds, which is. Not enough wrestling, too much nonsense around it. The whole show is horrendously overbooked mm. if you take it as a whole package. And this is another example of the overbooking. But you get the Orton return. Now, rumour has it, it wasn't meant to be a heel turn return. But after he chased Shinsuke out of the ring, he went and kicked old Jeffrey in the knackers again. That's one way of, of asserting your heel turn and making it, you know, have to happen, isn't it? And, and we then get... What's what's bizarre about it? We all hear this is happening because Jeff Hardy is absolutely a, a state. His back, his neck, he's got numbness in his fingers because he can't fight. And his yeah, something about his crack. Um, and and then he goes on and, and main. He did a bit of a weird uh, promo at the start of SmackDown where he said. Everyone have a good night tonight. Enjoy yourselves. Yeah, or like it was a bit of a goodbye like, for a bit. Um, and then he came out to the main event and we were like, they're going to find a way, probably with Orton coming out, to make this very short, to make it an angle. But I was looking at the clock going, it's 20, 25 minutes yeah. of the show left. What is going on? And he went, fifth, well, he went, I can tell you the exact time, 17 <laughs> minutes, 30 seconds. That's mad, isn't it? Until finally Orton came in and get, got the DQ. Jeff went up top, hit the Swanton, which apparently is a movie he's not been able to do because of his bad back. Yeah. Then gets pulled out of the ring by Orton. Then, not only has he had a properly, what was a properly physical match with Nakamura. And Nakamura comes from the Japanese strong style. They are not known for pulling their punches. They're not known for the moves being, you know, soft on you. And then Orton drags him around the ring by the loophole in, from his earring. Literally pops his earring out. That's disgusting. Hooks his finger through the, the gaping I hole and drags him around. Throws I hate him over spaces tables. in ears, and that is just. Stamps on his head. On t- like, I'm just like, I get that he's injured and he's going to be out of the product for a while, but maybe, maybe protect him a little bit. Nah. Make it look convincing. I, re- I mean, like, if Jeff Hardy's done all these moves, they must have allowed him some pretty strong painkillers to get through it, so... He went for the the draping DDT off the table <sighs> to the outside. Just felt ridiculous at that point. But Orton Nakamura... You know, do you know what? Hands up for all my complaints here about overbooking, about the, the quality of the pay-per-view, about the quality of, obviously, Raw being a real issue... You know my feelings on Randy Orton. We get some heel-on-heel action. I've hated Randy Orton on TV for about 12 months now. Mm-hmm. Maybe longer, because he's just ke- keeps being put into title matches with no justification, with no storyline, for various different titles. He is the ultimate placeholder for anyone in the company. It's someone who you know you can put in the ring and he'll put on an okay match. 
but he hasn't worked hard at it for a long time. He hasn't seemed to actually care. He's put on a bunch of these two and a half star bang average matches. He comes out. He's got no heat. He's just been boring as anything. Mm-hmm. Sunday and Tuesday actually made me care a little bit about Randy Orton again. And if he has gone, gone not against wishes, but he's sort of overplayed his role and forced his own heel turn, then... I quite like that. I quite like that he's at that stage where he, you know, because let's face it, if they fire him, there's plenty of places that are going to take a Randy Orton, you know? So, yeah, force it. We all want heel Randy. He's probably reads Twitter. He's probably got his name on Google, so it pops up. We want heel Randy Orton. And he's gone, all right, kicking him in the knackers. I also enjoyed Jeff Hardy icing his balls backstage. I didn't see that bit. That was very funny. That's... Uh, they should have got the, the good brothers to do the testicle thing again. Oh, God. Oh. Let's talk about Kevin Owens jumping off oh. a cage. Ugh. Just the booking. WWE, what are you doing? So, um, I thought, again, a really good fun sprint. Kevin Owens, Braun Strowman, eight odd minutes. Uh, Strowman showed the dominance. Or uh, Owens gets the little bit of offense in, then manages to get the uh, get the hand handcuffs out, locks him onto the side, starts to climb out of the cage. Dynamic was really good, and it was a smart way for Kevin Owens to stay at least like not taking the loss, and for Braun Strowman to to lose, but be a proper monster mm. to get up there and decide rather than win this, I'm going to inflict the maximum pain on Kevin Owens by giving him a Mick Foley style half the distance bumped through the table and wasn't that everyone all the online fantasists are saying wasn't that the same place where he did Hell in a Cell and fell through and 20 years ish to the day so that was a little ode to Mick Foley by Kevin Owens I mean I would imagine it wasn't him going to the, them with that idea I mean would, would he would he go I want to fall off like I wouldn't be that stunned he, I, like it's the kind of he's talked about Mick Foley being a big influence on his career mm. before and he is a huge wrestling fan and he needs some way of getting over in this feud which has been lots of Vince McMahon nonsense you know the toilet stuff was just so Vince McMahon humour yeah just just poor man just, in his 70s laughing at a portaloo yeah I just uh, what some people didn't like it though because some people didn't like that it was Strowman laughing off taking a loss and were saying I think wins and losses should count nonsense no. I loved it he should ca- he cares more about hurting him than he does about- and then he comes out on Raw and while they're all doing the, uh, the triple threat matches for the championship gets interviewed backstage and was asked why aren't you involved in this he went because I've got the money in the bank briefcase yeah don't need to yeah why would I bother briefcase drop yeah he might Joe as well have cricket back drop yeah <laughs> Don't even get me started on that. Joe Root's no. promo work needs some serious work. Uh, where was Kevin? I guess, I mean, he's injured, but Kevin Owens, no sign of him on Raw. No, well, that's, they do that a lot, don't they? Written him off for a little bit of a holiday. You quite enjoyed the, uh, the air mat under the table. Yeah, I mean, I've always kind of, I've, I've, you know, I'm not one of these people that likes to sort of try and break the illusion too much, but I've always thought they probably got some kind of mat under there. And the way the table broke on this one, they had a pretty hefty, like, air bed. Like the kind of thing you pump up when your nan comes to... Actually, no, your nan wouldn't stay in it. When your nan stays in your bed and then you have to sleep on the air bed, you know that? Mm-hmm. They had one of those under the table and the way the table broke, it was really obvious. But you know what? I don't think jumping from that structure onto that, that air mat ain't going to do much. No. It's just there the to The initial really, impact is going to still really hurt. Just won't take that second impact, Do you maybe. think we'll learn how to do that when we have our first wrestling <laughs> lesson? <laughs> I'm not so sure it's going to be a, a first lesson job, no. Maybe third. No, I don't. Maybe third. <laughs> 
Um, we then had the Bludgeon Brothers against just Daniel Bryan. Yeah, whatever. Kane comes out. The other Daniel Bryan stuff, the two-on-one stuff worked kind of well. It was kind of fun. What I don't get is why Daniel Bryan has to take the loss when you've got an injured Kane lying in the other corner. Weird. Unless it's to build the Miz angle further... I don't. I, this was clearly. I think the whole thing was a mess because of the injury Kane had suffered, and it's like they've gone. Ah, we did have a plan for a team hell no run, but instead that's got to entirely go out the window. Yeah. Did you fall asleep when watching SmackDown before the Miz's team hell no funeral? I'm afraid. Uh, uh, you know when they do the ad break and they say next, and they played the the little picture of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when I fell asleep. The. Uh, the Everything about this just showed you exactly why The Miz is absolute gold when it comes to the WWE. Everything from him bringing out the the cane mask on a mannequin head <laughs> on top of the uh, uh, coffin, and what was wow. great about it is they had the funeral music going. This is the kind of the, the kind of uh, kind of. Vince Russo horrible thing they were doing in the 90s that wouldn't have worked at all but because Miz is such a great asshole it just it just (laughs) works beautifully (laughs) can I quote that can I tweet that now 100% he was even this was one of my favourite bits yeah I'm tweeting that now so if you if you've seen the pro wrestling account tweet (laughs) you know what time we recorded the podcast this week the Miz hang on (laughs) I'm not going to tag him as it is, is a great asshole. Right. Can I tell you what he did now? At Will Gav. As, yep. as he was bringing... If you're the- listening now, find that tweet, give it a like. <laughs> we'll know when you're listening to the podcast. As he was bringing the mask out to, uh, to ringside, he was going up to people on the front row of the crowd and giving them the two-hand handshake, the... My my condolences, handshake. <laughs> it's those little touches the like that, handshake. which are just so 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 good. I just the the Miz is an absolute king. He comes out, he's all subdued, and then he quickly promotes that he's got a new version of Miz TV starting the next week. Um, talks <laughs> about his MVP for performance from the Celebrity All Star Game. Then mocks Daniel Bryan for failing, saying his return has been a bust, that he's done nothing but destroy his legacy, and that his career is dead. Just completely mm. kills him. Bryan comes out, starts suplexing all the pallbearers, who are all local indie wrestlers, while the Miz runs away. It was excellent genuinely superb I need to go back and watch that but yeah I agree the Miz I used to not get it when he'd headline Wrestlemania I was like what but now like he is one of the most exciting people on that on that product we've got four more matches left to talk about Lashley Reigns is the first yeah you can talk about this one because I know you've got a very strong opinion on this one because it was a good match yeah Lashley against Reigns I heard it described on What Culture as two hunks of meat in a in a di- in a washing machine, but that's fine sometimes. It's what like some of the Lashley so so well, sorry some of the Reigns Lesnar matches could have been if people maybe cared a little bit more. Sure. Power against power, hard working, good intensity, and Lashley picking up the win. Great, all for that. Fantastic. You're happy with that? Come out on Monday Night Raw. We have the whole. Uh, the whole Kurt Angle, if if we don't either get a deal for SummerSlam signed or Lesnar doesn't turn up for Monday Night Raw, I'm stripping him of his title. This whole work that they're doing with that at the moment. Yeah. One by one at the start of Raw, all the different superstars come out. And what's nice about it is that it's not just... I think Lashley might have been out first, but then it's not just... 
Lashley, then Reigns kicking off the same. Like, for me, Reigns and Rollins shouldn't even be involved at this point. They took big losses the night before. They shouldn't be involved. But Lashley comes out. I beat Reigns. I should get the shot. Then Drew McIntyre comes out. Love that. Also, I'd happily see a bit of McIntyre against Lashley. Bit of that action. Yeah, that would be nice. That's uh, old TNA Slammiversary uh, 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 feud. Yeah. Seth Rollins comes out. Elias enters the fray. Finn Balor comes out. Reigns comes out. They set two triple threat matches, and you knew immediately what was going to happen. Yeah, I know. And Seth Rollins, let's face it, is the one everyone wants to face Lesnar at SummerSlam. The, the Reigns-McIntyre-Balor match, 22 minutes, was actually an excellent match. But Rain, they get the, the hokey finish where McIntyre goes to hit the old um, Claymore kick on Reigns. He ducks out of the way, he hits Balor instead, and then his, you know, the pin is eaten for the spear. Yeah. But it's a good match, but Reigns wins. The match at the end was, an, was a pretty good match as well. Not quite to the level of the intensity, but the crowd would die after three hours. Mm-hmm. So that's part of it. Lashley beats Elias and Seth Rollins. I think we all know what's going to happen at SummerSlam, don't we? Well, I think it's. I, I think we're headed to triple threat territory, but just answer me this: WWE, why should we care about Lashley and Reigns next week on Raw? We've seen it. We saw the exact same match at the weekend, and it was sold to us as a number one contenders match. So why on earth should we care about it again a week, like two weeks later? I said you got a strong opinion. It's absolute rubbish. Oh dear. It's terrible booking around the title, which has just been absolutely, completely ruined by the fact that Lesnar is never on TV. And all these people who were going, well, you see, like the heavyweight title in New Japan is never defended. There's nothing wrong with them saying, yeah, the Universal title's only going to be defended on SummerSlam, on the Royal Rumble, on, like, on the big shows. Fine. But you still have to have the champion there and involved and fighting instead of off in UFC swearing and cutting better promos than he's ever been able to anywhere else. He's a waste of Heyman's time, he's a waste of the belt, and he's been a waste of my time now for far too long. Have you calmed down now? Yeah, okay. Should we talk about the women's match, Will, now you've you've chilled it slightly? Well, only if you want me to get angry again. Oh, go on then. Nijax versus... uh, What's her name again? Uh, Alexa Bliss. Honestly, it's too late. Yeah, within half we, nine. This, we started recording this show at two something this afternoon, and it's now half nine. So we, it's because we've got real jobs that we had to move around it. Although this is a real job as well, to be yeah, quite yeah, clear. Yeah. Um, I, I, the reason I hated it was because there was so much nonsense with the extra people involved. It was all clearly just background stuff for Rousey to get involved. She might as well have just jumped out there the moment that Bliss came out and not faffed around with everything else. She's been waving those tickets for two and a half hours already. They the loved side. all that stuff. It was it was like Cena and The Undertaker thing, oh. but not played for laughs, played as if it was serious. Like, it would have been better booking if she'd just not got involved. I uh, Yeah, just watched it and everyone's like, oh. Oh, really? I think it doesn't look good that they're advertising that she just bought some ringside tickets on the night. It's <laughs> kind of like you'd think yeah. they'd sell out, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, she's been on StubHub. She's paid an inflated rate, but... She can know, afford it. With what we're paying her, it's easy enough to afford that. Yeah. Um, so, there was one spot I did quite like in there, which was the bit where um, Jax is chasing Bliss around the ring and you've got Mickey James getting the, the weapons from under the ring and throwing them to her. Like, Yeah, nice. I feel like the problem with this is that it's a little bit like the first women's hell in the cell and the first women's money in the bank ladder match. That they don't know where the line is. They they still seem to be worried about their fan base 
not being able to accept that women can be violent and use weapons and be proper wrestlers that they don't want to upset so no, no the weapons were never realistic like jacks needed to be for her to be realistically pinned by Alexa Bliss, it needed to be better than a couple of chair shots to the back of the DDT onto the chair. Well, yeah, there needed definitely. to be more. It just none of it felt real. None of it felt proper. And what I didn't do you, like it. And what do you where do you think this is going now? I liked the raw follow up. I quite liked the Rousey coming out and the like the idea of the suspension extending. That was all fine. It was what it needed to be, and we'll get the the championship and probably the championship change at SummerSlam, and that's fine. I'm all right with all of that. And you're cool with that? Yeah. I just didn't like... Yeah, it was kind of what it was expected to be what it was expected to be, wasn't it? So, look, if you didn't like that, what you did like was a WWE Championship match because you've put next to it three and a half chub, three and three quarter chub <laughs> on my notes. <laughs> three and three quarter we chub. We do have notes, five. by the way. Uh, I, yeah. It doesn't I mean... sound like it, does it? <laughs> um I just I feel sorry for Rusev that it took so long for him to get a shot at being taken seriously. It was the best thing on the whole show. Yeah, and hopefully, with I mean the storytelling was good, the layout was good. Rusev going after the back, Styles going after the leg, which meant that he couldn't apply the the. He's got a finisher which they're trying to protect again in the accolade. He couldn't apply it because the leg stuff gave out. All of all of that worked. I just I hope that it gives Rusev a chance at the at main event status going forward. Well, uh, maybe there's talk, isn't there, of Rusev becoming a face, ditching Aiden English, you know. And if if that's the case, maybe he can get involved with Nakamura. Maybe. Did you notice Lana had no accent on SmackDown on the Tuesday? Did she drop it by mistake? <laughs> no, no. I think she might. I think they might be trying to just phase it out. Might be trying to, as if she's like adapted to her new country and now she's. <laughs> I've adapted to the fact I've lived here all my life. <laughs> yeah, something like that. It is weird, isn't it, when they have them on Total Divas? Like, I get that they have real names. That's fine. But on Total Divas, she's like American as, and then on here, she's like got a Russian Russian. Do I um? Do I need to watch Total Divas, mate? You need to. I love Total Divas. I, I, the thing is, I love Total Divas because of just seeing John Cena being a pillock and also seeing Daniel Bryan just being wacky. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, that's the reason I watch it, and that's the reason I watch Total Bellas. You know, because they. I mean, whether John Cena or not is as wacky as you know is as much of a pillock as they say. It is hilarious the way they've written it to to make him seem like a real control freak, dweeb dude. Now, I, what I thought about... Because Styles faced Andre... Oh, my laptop you sounds need to on. charge your laptop uh, well. Andre, Andrade Cien Almas on SmackDown. And whilst I didn't like Almas taking a loss so early, it made sense, obviously, against, uh, against the champion. They're going to be announcing... And, and Samoa Joe just hammered Ty Dillinger later in the show. They're going to be announcing AJ's SummerSlam opponent on next week's SmackDown. And I think the move is towards it being Samoa Joe. He's been brilliant since he's come back. His yeah, promos absolutely. have been great. His ring work's been great. It might be time for the change. You think? Samoa Joe would be great with the title. You could do... I mean, just think of back to how good these two have been when they've been up against each other in the past. Yeah. You could do a trio of matches between these two and they'd be brilliant. And maybe have AJ win the first one and then Samoa Joe win the second one and then have a rubber match which Samoa Joe wins as well. Something like that. But this is the feud where the title should change. Or at least I hope it does. I'd like to then see Samoa Joe versus Rusev. Yeah, that, that would be great. Two beasts. Oh, bruisers. Oh, yeah. um, I, I actually, even though it was the headline match... And even though it was kind of fine, mm-hmm. 
I don't want to spend too much time talking about Ziggler and Rollins because it makes me sad. Why? I like them both. I love them both. And I'm fine with Rollins not winning the title. I didn't like the we went to extra time and it went on for about 10 seconds. The cheap roll-up obviously gave it an extra half a star, as we've discussed before. Yeah. The, the thing is, right, we were talking at this point, I was, we were kind of hinting that we thought Dean Ambrose might come back because there's so much time left in the pay-per-view. But fin- the pay-per-view finished like a quarter of an hour early. There was a 30-minute Ironman match with eight falls. What? Now, oh, no. when on Raw, they went for 32 minutes with one fall. Now, I get that they did the whole one Rollins... Rollins <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah. Rollins going 3-0 up with the DQ for the third one and then off the back of the DQ uh, Drew smashes him about and Ziggler wins and gets it back to three all and actually goes four three up that's fine why not do exactly the same thing but just make it two nothing instead of three nothing and make it more realistic they tried to do something different with the layout which I totally get yeah but you've seen brilliant Iron Man matches whether it's you know, the classics like um, like uh, Brett against Sean, where it was literally one fall over 60 minutes. Or the, you know, Okada against Omega, where it was a time limit match, not an Iron Man match. Well, no, it was an Iron Man match, wasn't it? It was best, yeah. it was the best two of three, best out of, t- best out of three falls. Because it was a tie and then the time expired at, just as uh, as Okada hit, the, um, hit his finisher. So yeah. you can do it, I just felt, really really overbooked because it was fine but it was just disappointing considering who was involved they tried to do too much with it and it didn't really work no i was i was left feeling a little bit limp at the end of the whole thing because of that because maybe maybe because i'd told myself that yeah dean ambrose is coming back but obviously that didn't happen but also just the way it finished was just like a bit like oh kurt angle's out oh we're just gonna carry on for a bit oh it's done we haven't really had much advancement with the IC title since because we're going to have four guys who came off of losses in the triple threat who are going to need something to do at SummerSlam. Yeah. Plus you had Bobby Roode getting involved. I, I hope the Roode thing, they had him get involved and then he had that backstage where Mojo Rawley started giving him some stick. And if Mojo Rawley is taking the piss out of you, you're in trouble. Yeah, it's not good, is it? So I'm hoping that's going to lead to the heel, chain, heel turn we all want. Drastically needs it. Fingers firmly crossed. Yeah. I just think overall, I, honestly, right now, if you look at the roster top to bottom, the WWE might have the most talent it's ever had. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you can include NXT as well. Yeah. Oh, I, well, if you include NXT, it's not, even, it's, it's not even close. Madness, yeah. But if you just take SmackDown and Raw and 205, I guess, as well, most talent they've ever had, and yet they're still putting on these kind of... Eh, Five, yeah. five, six out of ten kind of shows that he's like. I think it's fine. I think when you've yeah. got um, when you've got three weekly shows and whatever, you need to make those special events special and like really good. And like New Japan, every time we watch one of their their big special events, we're blown away by it. And yeah. we're kind of not with WWE, which is disappointing. And I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing what All In offers because you know I think everyone's expecting that to be pretty spectacular, aren't they? I just think they need to up their game a bit. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I saying that, you know, we talked today about Survivor Series and the possibility of maybe <laughs> being in the area for it, but, it's, yeah, I just... By the way, we have ev- I, I'm going to Survivor Series and the NXT beforehand, which is War Games now, confirmed. Yeah, I know. War Games. So, I, yeah, I British know. Strong Style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Undisputed yeah, yeah. Era. No, that's... Hang on, that's SummerSlam, isn't it? No, 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 but... but 
carrying it forwards, thinking ahead. British Strong style. British Strong style. This is undisputed the era. I mean, Pete and, Dunne as well, yeah. And AN other in war games. Yeah. Mm. Book that ticket now. Yeah. Um, yeah, m- maybe. Maybe we'll do a road trip. Full there. Chubb has returned. Full, full Chubb all the way to LA. Uh, <laughs> so I think we, I, I mean, I, as far as I'm concerned, we're going. That's, that's well, you're going, and I might have the opportunity to go with work, I think. So, I mean, I'm very lucky. I mean, like, you know, obviously, if you are thinking of going as well, and you think that your experience will be improved by two chubs uh, hanging out with you, then we'll happily hang out with you for a bit. <laughs> I mean, if you need someone to stay in your Airbnb, to take up some extra space. If you want to fund any of the, if you let's do it, if you want to start a crowdfunding <laughs> account for me and Will just to get there. And we'll get some great access and some great guests. You and- can come and meet... I can't guarantee which, but I would imagine Dolph Ziggler. They always put Dolph Ziggler forward for press. <laughs> there is that. If, if, what, are you saying that if someone pays for us, we'll get them a press ticket? Well, no, I just think if someone pays for us... Are you bribing our listeners? No, if someone pays for, the, pays for the, us, I'll give them your press ticket. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay, I get it. I'll take Go it. Go and watch some NFL. Mm. <laughs> All right, mate. Um, we did get a tweet in, and I'm trying to find the tweet now, um, but I'm scrolling back through in the Wi-Fi We here. just get so many tweets, but I can't possibly find it. Dreadful. It was in response to last week's show, I believe. Um, it was in response to last week's show, and it was asking about how we could give so much play to uh, a match at, at New Japan where good old JR is taking bumps. To me... Chris Mason. I'm not so sure. Hey, what did Chris Mason say? Quick note from this week's show. How can you put over a match when all told they took out JR? So, it's a little suspect to me that the only fencing around the entire area that had the links hadn't been sorted out was the one by the commentary table. Mm. And I get the good old JR considering his stroke and everything else is not and his, in his I think he had heart surgery, everything he's gone yeah. through, it's not something, you know, he's not someone who should be taking bumps. I get that. I need to know more about it definitely not being a work. And it felt at the time, I thought it was a work at the time, even with the co-commentator jumping into the ring and getting involved. I didn't mention it on last week, essentially because I was so wrapped up in how much I'd enjoyed the wrestling. I almost kind of forgot about it and hadn't made a note about it, even though it was such a, a huge moment in the match. Yeah. Uh, I Yeah, I just all in all, I... It, it, it wasn't as big a deal to me as maybe the reaction has been huge off the back of it hasn't it yeah of course it's a little bit like i mean the reaction this week to like hulk hogan returning feels a little bit the same because not not the same it's in no way the same no of course not it's been blown up hasn't it and we don't know we don't know whether it's fake news but i think like the sad sorry it's uh, trump's been on my mind so much this week what have you done but it's more the fact that the um china (laughs) but it's more the fact that um (laughs) it's too easy mark henry has talked about the the locker room being 50-50 split on it. And the New Day put out a great statement about it where they were saying, look, right now the WWE are doing what the WWE do and we don't have a comment on it and they're doing their thing and that's nothing to do with us. Mm. We will, in time, have a dialogue and converse with Hulk Hogan if we see that he is truly making up for the mistakes he's made. There's a thought process that they're going to bring Hogan back at SummerSlam Bobby Lashley's going to win the Universal title and it's going to be a great redemptive classic piece of Vince booking that Hulk Hogan as the host of SummerSlam is lifting the arm of the first ever black Universal champion and that it's a whole kind of <laughs> big and, and oh my god the whole thing sounds horrible oh my god how forced is that going to be yeah exactly and this is why I, I just kind of 
I didn't want to comment on something I just didn't know enough about. No, it's tricky, isn't it? And obviously, yeah, the New Day have written. I think Kofi tweeted it, didn't he? He tweeted a statement. I don't know yeah. whether the other. It's well one. worth reading. And it's it's, you know, it's well worth going. It makes and a lot of sense of it all, but like. And they, they say, I can't remember the exact line, but they say, like, if he shows signs, you know, maybe someone would ever forgive him, but if he shows signs of addressing his, you know, misdemeanor or whatever you want to call it, his his views and, and show that you tru- he's truly sort of learning from his mistake, doing that, I don't know if that is really learning from his mistake. It's more doing a bit of good PR, isn't it? Yeah. Good old PR. Good old PR. Very good, mate. Doesn't, PR doesn't have a broken rib. Very good. Right. Let's, um, have we got anything else? Another tweet we got this week, Will, uh-huh. was from our good friend Tax Williams, who... Um, oh, from SCPW. Correct, who we've been we've been tweeting for a little while, backwards and forwards, and uh, well, he, he's on the phone, so put that thing up. Yeah, oh, look at magic, that. I was going to try and present it like, like we hadn't planned this in advance, <laughs> but, but he just happened to be there. But He's just hanging out on the it, phone. <laughs> it's, we have a direct line, it's like the bat phone. Yeah. At all times, we can just put this fader up, and there's Tax Williams. Hey, Tax. Hi, guys, how you doing? Hey, there you go. It worked. Yeah, it was good. Uh, we're good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Not too bad. Enjoying the sunshine as best I can. Amazing. Yeah, I think we all are. I think we're sort of all a bit surprised that it's hung around for as long as it has. I've been looking on um, Facebook, you know, when it says, on this day, and there ain't many days on this day where there's sun out. <laughs> Put it that way. So, look, we, we, um, we've been tweeting. We've tweeted a little bit with you before, and you sent one the other day, and it kind of reminded us that... Um, a little while ago, we, we agreed to come and learn to wrestle. Yeah, down at our, um, our training centre in SCPW down in Folkestone in Kent. Uh, we have an open invite for both yourself and Will to come down and uh, learn the ropes and train to be wrestlers. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I, we, we agreed to this in the middle of the night when I was talking about wrestling on my show. Uh, and uh, I, I hadn't really thought it through. You guys did do an open day recently. How did that go? Yeah, it was really good. We had a decent turnout for it. We've had um, some of the guys uh, who turned up to the Open Day are coming back as well. They booked in private sessions with our um, our head coach, uh, Mr. Wicked, who is our former two-time champion as well and owner of SCPW. And everyone seemed to have a really good time. It was very well received. And I think the plan is to run similar sessions to this in the future. But for... Um, for a turnout and an attendance and everyone's enjoyment, I think it was a really good, successful day. And what kind of people are these people? Are they sort of people who have been fans who have always fancied doing it, or are they maybe sort of people who've tried it before? Like, what kind of level are these people? Um, we wanted at this first session to be completely no training, no background in wrestling at all. The guys and girls who turned up were fans of the product, um, whatever product they choose to watch, and then we just went through the core basics. So we had some rolls, we had some bumps, we had some lockups, um, sort of wrist locks was a as a key thing as well on the day and i think everyone really enjoyed it so the thing is is that having been a wrestling fan for however many years i I would imagine that i I would approach it like a lot of other people would approach it going yeah i know how to do a suplex let's do a suplex to start off with (laughs) is that do people come in like that or are they a bit more realistic of let's kind of learn the basics and go from the start I think I had the same approach because my first training session was actually in about 2003 with NWA Hammerlock. And again, after watching it for about 20 years, I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go in there. I'm going to wow them with all of my skills. And I was pretty much doubled over about to throw up after the warm up itself from NWA Hammerlock. And I was like, maybe I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, I'm, that's my problem. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally up for this. But I am slightly terrified that I am a man whose cardio does not allow him to walk up three flights of stairs, let alone do some full-on wrestling training. So, uh, I, I, just how much how much pain am I expected to be in in this situation? 
Well, I think the thing is as well, you know, when I started with SCPW, uh, my cardio was shot. I had absolutely no cardio at all. And what is good in the training school is that if you're not at a certain cardio level, they'll find things to help you get that up as part of your training. So if you can't do the mass intense cardio like um, some of our wrestlers like Will Power and Meathead who are cardio monsters and just go for everything, double, double speed than everyone else, there's always ways to find sort of ways to help you level up. And since being, um, I joined SCPW in sort of January 2017, and I, I've dropped 20 pounds through, through being there in association with those guys as well. So if your cardio is not great, you know, there are st- you can still come and train, you can still come and learn, and the cardio will just build as you get more and more experience wrestling. The other week, I was invited to Manchester City. I know it's not wrestling. We always talk about football on this wrestling podcast. <laughs> but I was invited to Manchester City uh, for like a sort of a work thing. And they said, oh, yeah, just bring your trainers because we'll, we'll meet some of the people and they might show you a couple of things. They then indulged me in a two-hour full like, training session like they would do the youth team. And I, I'm fearing that this will be similar to that except with more bumps because like 11 fat journalists running around the training pitch at Manchester City, <laughs> like they filmed it. And Why? for three days afterwards, my everywhere hurt. Things you don't think were going to hurt, hurt. Like my sides hurt, my ass hurt, my calves hurt. Like just my ankles are the worst just because... In, in life, you don't do lateral movement. You just walk backwards and forwards. And obviously in football, you're moving side to side. It, it, it's it's going to be worse with wrestling, right? It's going to hurt. I'm yeah. not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. it, it's, you're going to wake the next day. And I, I'm a firm believer, same thing as with football or same thing as with wrestling. It's something called I like to call second day syndrome. Whereas the first day after, you should be like, I ache a bit. That hurts a bit. And then the day after that, that's when it really kicks in. You're like, oh my God, why can't I move my head? <laughs> yeah. So... We're talking about coming down for just one session to start off with. I guess we'll film it. Uh, we'll, I guess. You know we'll be filming <laughs> that. We're gonna go There's going to be some gifts coming out of this forever. We'll go through some cardio, etc. And then what? Take a back bump? Yeah. So um, one of the warm-up drills um, that I did when I started there, it's a case if you do back bump, front bump, and then if you're confident enough, then you do a flip bump. So essentially you jump, <laughs> dive in there. If All you right. can't do them... Back bump and front bump would be fine. Um, and then instead, a bit of sort of a technical work as well. Uh, there might be time for a little bit of fun at the end. We could have a mini tag match against me and um, cold-blooded Daniel Conroy. That's the challenge I laid out the other day on Twitter. So i going to be a man of my word. <laughs> a tag match in our first yeah, lesson. We're going to have one session and then a tag match and we'll kill it. That's going to be more of a squash than the Jeff Hardy match on Sunday night. <laughs> I don't know, you know, it... It's not the same in SCPW as other promotions, but, you know, you're, you're big names. You're on talk sport. You, know, you, you might get the belt. <laughs> this is it. We're going to... Yeah, no, well, hang on. If we get the belt, it means we've got to do it again. John, I, I'm going to get you. We're going to have the hottest tag in the history of man. It's going to be wonderful. I've got it all laid that's out in front of me. But, I've, I've booked this match in my head already. Right. So that's the thing. We've got to work out what our strengths are. And our strengths aren't the cardio. It's not the wrestling. It's the storytelling. We can tell the story. That's fine. That's that's in some instances that's all you need. Sometimes it's more about character than in ring work, but obviously you need to get those fundamentals in. And you know, if they put a WCW title on David Arquette, you guys are already more talented <laughs> in the ring, so they'll even put tag belts on you at some point. Right. When are we doing this? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, where, have you got another open day planned, or have we got to book a special session? 
Um, there's no open days planned, but we can work on we can work around your diaries. You know, if any time that you guys are free to come down to Kent, we'll make sure we've got the training facility available. Um, down in Folkestone, obviously there's showers, there's changing rooms as well, sort of clean loo facilities. If that's something that bothers people about <laughs> wrestling training, he's really it's showing a- off here. This is no, but that's true. We've we've spoken to loads of promoters who've said that like a few like ten years ago, or whatever, wrestlers wouldn't even get water backstage, let alone like a shower or anything like that. So I can believe that. I can see why that's yeah, actually it's, a big deal. It's amazing how people, when they turn up to the facility, and they're like, oh, this is really clean. There's parking, and the way it's all laid out as well with the training, we've got welfare officers as well, so anyone, if they've got grievances, and they never have, but you've got someone external to communicate, so all the stuff in SCPW they've got laid out is very professional. Uh, Qualified fitness instructors as well, doing some of the ring training as well, so depending on what level you want, if you want to do wrestling, if you want to do fitness, if you want to do everything, you know, they'll cater for it and they'll tailor a program for whatever you need. It's happening. It's going to happen. At some point in the next month or so, I am off to Japan for a couple of weeks. But otherwise, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get it in there. If you go and train at New Japan before this, well, do you know I'll what's so really like, annoyed. I, 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 do you know what's really annoying? And I'm trying to see if I can change my flights. I land in Japan on the 15th of August and the last day of the G1 Climax is on the 12th of August. So I'm just trying to see if I can do it. bring it forward a few days and I'll just go out there a little early. Work. It'll be fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll figure out. This is going to happen, tax. Uh, right, you can hang up the tax phone if you so wish now. Uh, <laughs> brilliant stuff, mate, and we'll, we'll speak very soon, I promise. Cheers, guys. Uh, I'm terrified, John. I'm honestly absolutely terrified <laughs> I'm just of this. Really, I watched a few lessons on YouTube. It's not like, oh, yeah, we'll just like run around the ring and sort of jog it off. They're actually taking bumps. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not too sure about that. All right, brilliant stuff. I think, I think we're all done, John. Something that I've just noticed that Progress have just tweeted... Um, if you are going along to Wednesday, which um, chapter 74, Midweek Matters. I will be there and I will happily have a beer with you. Yeah, all right, I'm working. <laughs> Me and Will do the same job now. So that I, if I'm not here, then he is in the it way makes, around. It makes life a lot more difficult. They've announced two women's matches. Great. Right. So we have former women's champion Tony Storm mm-hmm. taking on Laura Di Matteo. Excellent. That's a good match. And then Ginny, the champion, in a championship match against Millie McKenzie. Oh, that's great. Who couldn't do her... She had a championship match in January, but she was injured, so she couldn't do it. So they've just announced literally in the last couple of minutes, although if you're reading this on Tuesday, four days ago, um, <laughs> they've just announced that that will be there going on on um, on Wednesday. So I'm going to be at that show next week and uh, obviously we're going to be doing various bits and pieces around it. But if there's anything, you know, tweet us at Pro Wrestle Show. Uh, someone has asked us about why we're not giving enough, why we're not giving love to Tommaso Ciampa when talking about the great bumholes of the business. Uh, and obviously Tommaso Ciampa deserves oh, love. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk t- about it more next week, I, I imagine. Think, I think that might be on, on deck for next week. Do you yeah, think? Large, I've, I've got a, a rough show plan here. A large part of it is, is dedicated to Tommaso Ciampa. I can't think <laughs> why. No reason. No reason. Right, guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, check us out at Pro Wrestle Show on Twitter. Don't forget, if you want some sick wrestling t-shirts, go to Urban Species, have a look at their WWE and their comic book. They've got a big comic book range. They've got a Bomberman like. event this weekend. I love Bomberman. Do you? Are you going to go? I might do, yeah. yeah you I should, I'm you probably working, do. but I, I don't was... know if you can get ten percent off at the Bomberman event with the code Marks Ten. <laughs> but try it. If not, um, go online and if you have a check, out, check out our Twitter. There's loads of photos of me and Will wearing their t-shirts because they're so cool. Um, have a look there if you want to get one. You get ten percent off with the code Marks Ten. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the Pro Wrestle Show. Bye. Yes, yeah. See ya. 
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.